putting their clothes on the ground. Now, as I said, today is African lay service. Um, today is 26th, but yesterday, Saturday was 25th, and it was the Africa Union Day. So it's a day set aside to remember the union, uh, the, the unity of Africa. So quickly, we'll have a short presentation about Africa. So we can roll. So this Africa is the second largest continent and second most populous continent after Asia. And it covers one-fifth of the Earth's total land area. It is made up of 55 countries. Next, please. These are the regions. West Africa, North Africa, East, Central, and Southern Africa. So, for instance, Ghana is in West Africa, and Kenya is in the East. Next, please. Now, you can see that Africa, where you see Africa uh, is like a seven. Look, see how it is. It looks like the other continents drifted away from it. But they can put all the continents, if they joined, they can join together. They can come closer to Africa because Africa is straddled around the equator. Or it can fit some of countries like China and all other countries into Africa. Next, please. Now, it is mostly sunny with some rainfall during some periods of the month. The largest and hottest desert in the world is the Sahara Desert, and the longest river in the world is the River Nile. Next, please. Now, 59% of the world's population is in Asia, so you can understand the statistics. Then 16 are in Africa. UNESCO estimates close to 2,000 languages. So in Africa, we have about 2,000 indigenous languages. So there are about 48 in Ghana and about 250 in Congo DR. Next, please. So English is our, I mean, official, foreign official language, English, French, Spanish, Portuguese, and Arabic. Next, please. Some words like cola, coffee, jamboree, jazz, jumbo, safari, tango, and zebra, all are words from African origin. Next, please. Now, these are the culture of the people. Thousands of ethnic groups in Africa uh, with their own set of language. They have their language, they have their food, they have their festival, and they have their set of names. So these are some samples, examples of them. Next. Other examples, people having their own culture and festivals. Yes, please. These are some foods. These are just samples. Next, please. Now, Africa is abundant in natural resources, such as cobalt, platinum, gold, diamond, chromium, manganese, and bauxite. Now, 50% of the gold in the world is in Africa, and 30% of the world's diamond is in Congo alone. So you can see the vast natural resources in Africa. Next, please. These are some, I mean, vegetation. Next, please. Um, four of the fast, fastest land animals are in Africa. The lion, the Thompson's gazelle, the wild beast, and the cheetah. They are in Africa. Next, please. These are some other um, animals. Next. Now, religion in Africa, uh, majority of, I mean, it's between Christians and Muslims. The green indicates Muslims, and then the red or the purple or violet indicates Christian. So you can see the uh, spread. But there are some... I mean, scatters of English, I mean, Christians and other native religions around. Next, please. This is some housing in Africa. This is typically in the urban areas. Next, please. We have rural areas as well. So, I mean, urban, peri-urban, and then rural. Next, please. And these are some examples, few hotels if you want to. Okay, so next. Now, it's a, Africa is a continent with so much diversity, so much diversity. There are about 2,000 languages, so you can imagine. 
So much diversity. Next, please. So let's celebrate the Africa Day, the Africa we want. Can we give a clap? <clears throat> but you know, um, Morita Bernard is here. My other African friends are here, brothers are here. So if you want to learn more about Africa, you can ask them after service. Or even Google it. You can Google it. But I didn't come to preach about Africa. Amen. Amen. I came to preach about Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. Amen. Amen. Shall we bow our heads in prayer? Master, speak. Thy servant heareth, waiting for thy gracious word. Longing for thy words that share at master let it now be heard. I am listening, Lord, for thee, what thine has to say to me. Oh, my master, speak to me. Oh, we are listening, Lord, for thee. What thine has to say to us. Oh, our master, speak. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning, for the privilege and opportunity to assemble at your feet. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we pray we have come before you in the humility of our minds and the gentleness of our spirits. Speak your word into our hearts and into our minds and cause your word to bear fruit in our lives. To the praise and glory of your holy name, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hallelujah. Now, in Africa, we say hallelujah a lot. Okay, so when I say hallelujah, you should respond. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, in, in, in Japan, we have about 127 million people. And out of 127 million, 1 million are Christians. What this means is, if you want one... Christian in Japan, you need 127 people. So it is, the probability of becoming a Christian in Japan is very low. It's very, very low. So I'm very glad whenever I hear somebody tell me that he is a Christian. I'm very glad when somebody says that I converted from Buddhist to become a Christian. I'm so, so glad. But you know, I'm happy and at the same time not happy. I will explain to you why I'm happy now. And then towards the end of the sermon, I will explain to you why I'm not happy. Now, in Luke chapter 15 verse 10, the Bible says that the angels in heaven, they rejoice over one sinner who repents from the error of his way. So when one sinner turns from the error of his way, the angels in heaven rejoice. So in, the last time Hiroko Sam preached about the prodigal son, and she said that the prodigal son returned home. Now when he got home, his father organized the party for him, and there was joy in the father's house. Now Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2, Bible says that Jesus Christ, for the joy that was set before him, there was some joy that was set before Jesus Christ. And Bible says that because of this joy that was set before him, he endured 
the cross. He died on the cross because of some joy. What was his joy? The joy that you and I will become Christians after he died. So he knew that when he dies, ah, we, will become, we will become Christians. People will become Christians. That was why he died. That was that joy that he had. So he died. Now, recently we celebrated Easter, remembering the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But let's ask ourselves that why did Jesus come? Why did he die? And why did he save us from our sins? We have to go to the beginning and see what happened. The Bible says in the beginning, Genesis, that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And he created man and put man in the garden. And he, he told man that you have glory and power. He gave man glory and power. God gave man glory and power. But when man sinned, man lost his glory and power to the devil. Because man sinned against God. So he gave his power or glory to the devil. Now, God is God in heaven. So when he created, he's in heaven. So he's God in heaven. So when he created earth, he wanted a God on this earth. So he created man or Adam to be the God on this earth. But now Adam lost it to the devil. So the devil became the God of this earth. Now, when you read Luke chapter 4, verses 5 and 7, when the devil was tempting Jesus, the devil told Jesus that all this glory and power I will give to you, Jesus, if you bow down and worship me. Who gave it to the devil? It wasn't God. It was Adam. Adam gave it to the devil. Now, God could have taken from Adam, God could have taken from the devil and given back to Adam. But because of the principles of God, he did not. He did not take from the devil and give to Adam. It was Adam who gave it to the devil. So Adam must take it back from the devil. Now, it is either man, that is Adam, takes it from the devil, or the son of man, that is somebody like Adam, takes it from the devil. Not God. God has no business to do with that. Now, what is it? everybody was in Adam. All of us, Abraham, Moses. So if this Adam standing, everybody was in Adam. So when Adam sinned, all of us sinned. Bible says that, Romans 3, 23, that for all have sinned, we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We have come short of the glory of God because we all sinned. Why? We were not there when Adam sinned, but because we were in Adam, because Adam and Eve gave birth to Cain and Abel, and then they gave birth, and then they gave birth. Abraham, Moses, all of them came. So all these people were in Adam. So when Adam sinned, everybody sinned. That is how God sees it. So long as Adam sinned, everybody sinned. So all of us sinned. We sinned. Now, we had to pay the penalty for sin or the wages of sin. And the wages of sin is death. So we must die. But Jesus Christ, Bible said that God sent, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He gave or sacrificed Jesus in our behalf so that whosoever believes in Jesus will not perish but have everlasting life. Now, this is Adam. Everybody that came, came behind Adam. So when Jesus also came, he came behind Adam because he was son of man, so he must come behind Adam. But he didn't only come as man. Abraham, Moses, all of them, they came as men. Jesus also came as man. Now, none of these ones, Abraham, Moses, all of them, Elijah, none of them could be offered as a sacrifice for us. God could not use any of them's blood for us because all of them came from man. So God, Jesus Christ, Bible said that he came from God. So he's the son of man, but he's also the son of God. 
So Jesus Christ moved behind Adam and created his own line. So this is Adam's line, and then this is Jesus' line. Now, Adam had sinned, so everybody here had sinned. But Jesus Christ, because he, was, he came from God, he was holy. So God used him as the sacrifice to cleanse us from our sins. So God used Jesus Christ. Now, Adam was in the garden. And God came and said, Adam, where are you? Adam was in the garden. And God asked him, Adam, where are you? It means that Adam was lost. Because you don't ask somebody where are you when the person can be found. So Adam was lost, although he was in the garden. Now, when you are lost, you need someone to find you. You cannot go finding someone who is not lost. So man could not find God. It was God who must find man. Because man was lost. So it's God who must find man. God must find man, not man finding God. So in Exodus 32, 23, the Bible says that now the Israelites, when they saw that Moses was not coming, they told Aaron, Aaron, make us gods, idols, and let us worship those idols. Because Moses is not coming. Why? Because God had invited Moses onto the Mount Sinai. So Moses was in the mountain, and they couldn't find Moses. So they were trying to look for a way to God. But because there's no way, there was no way to God. It's only God who can come. So it is God who invites Moses to the mountain. Or sometimes God appears to Abraham. He can appear to Abraham. Or he can appear to Moses. It's God who appears. You cannot go to God. Now, because there was no way to God, Jesus Christ came. And John bare record of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ said, I am the way to God. There is no way, but I am the way to God. So now man has a way to God. Man now has a way to God. Now, there are many religions in the world because everybody wants to go to God, but there is no way. The only way to get to God is through Jesus because there is only one way to God. Amen. Amen. There is only one way to God. And that way is who? That way is who? There are many religions in the world because of lie. Lies. There are lies. And the Bible says that people like lies more than the truth. That is why. Jesus Christ has said, you know, people are ignorant of the truth. How can you know the truth from the lie? It will be very difficult for you to tell. But Jesus Christ is saying that I am the truth. So don't go searching what is the truth. What is the truth? Jesus said, I am the truth. That is the end of the story. There is no other truth in any religion or in anybody. It is only Jesus Christ who is the truth. So he said that I am the truth. Now the third one, all religions believe in life after death. Everybody, all of us sitting here, we believe that there's life after death. So when people die, we give them money. People give them money or they make decorations, flowers for the dead. Because they believe that there's life after death. Now because Adam sinned, Jesus Christ came to pay the penalty for sin. So he died. Jesus Christ died for all of us. He died. But if you don't believe that Jesus Christ died, then you have to pay the penalty to God yourself, which you cannot pay. And it's actually a punishment. You cannot bear the punishment from God. So Jesus Christ has borne that punishment for us. So you must just acknowledge him. You must just put yourself in Jesus Christ. And when God sees Jesus Christ, he sees it says, it says that you are saved. If you are out of Jesus Christ, you are not saved. And you have to pay the penalty. The penalty of death yourself. You cannot pay. Now, 
We, we, I mean, just like I said, we all believe in life after death. And we all know that there's an afterlife. There's life after death. But the one who is in charge of the life after death is Jesus. He has said it in, in, in the word, in the Bible. Nobody in the world has, can ever say it. Jesus Christ said, I am the resurrection and the life. I am. Now, when Jesus Christ says that, there, we know that there will be a resurrection. But Jesus Christ said, I am the resurrection. It's like, it's like you're going to Kobe Daigaku. And he said, I am going to Kobe Daigaku. If you say you're going to Kobe Daigaku, Jesus Christ is saying that I am Kobe Daigaku. So when you come to me, you are in Kobe Daigaku. If you go elsewhere, you're not in Kobe Daigaku. So in the same way, Jesus says that I am the resurrection and the life. So if you believe that there's a life after death, follow Jesus. Amen. If you believe that there's life after death, follow Jesus. There is no one else you should follow. Now, Jesus Christ does not only have power to raise people from the dead. He raised Jairus' daughter from the dead. He raised, he raised, he raised people from the dead. <laughs> he raised people from the dead. But not only does Jesus have power to raise people from the dead, he is the resurrection. He is the life. So Jesus Christ is the life after death. Jesus Christ is the resurrection. Now what does this tell us? Jesus Christ came to pay the penalty for our sins. And he reconciled us to God. So John said in John 14, 6, Jesus Christ said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. So I am the way to God, I am the truth from lies, and I am the life, the life after death. I am the life. There is nowhere else you should go apart from Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, Jesus Christ has done all this for us. He has paid our penalty because he was the son of man, so he died for us, and he has reconciled us back to God. So now there's a way to God. Previously, if we were in the Old Testament times, it's only Reverend Tim Boyle and Pastor Claudia who will come into the church like this, and God will speak to them. We'll be outside, and God will speak to us. Now, Bible said that when Jesus' side was pierced, blood flowed. So when the blood touched the ground, the blood of a holy man touched the ground. Bible said that the earth shook and the veil of the temple was torn into two. That covering, what was covering us and God, was torn into two. So now we have access to God. That is why we are here sitting here to, this morning. Otherwise, we cannot come to God unless God invites us, unless God calls us like he calls Moses or he calls us like he calls Abraham. But now we have access to God. God God is here. Bible said that where two or more are gathered in his name, he's in our midst. So God is in our midst. We have come to him. Why? Because there's a way to God. There was no way, but now there's a way to God, and the way is Jesus. Now, the Lord needs you. After doing all these things for you, after paying the penalty of your sins, he didn't use gold. He didn't use silver. He used his precious blood. Now, when someone uses his precious blood to pay for you, it means that you are precious, isn't it? Isn't it? Now, when you have one million yen and you buy a shoe for one million yen, it means that you also, I mean, the, 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 the shoe values one million yen. When you see the shoe, you see one million yen. So if Jesus' blood is precious and he has redeemed us with his blood, it means that we are precious. So Jesus needs us. Why? Because we are precious in his sight. He needs us. God needs Japan. 
Jesus needs Japan. He needs everybody in the world. Jesus, God said that, I want all men to come to me, all men to be saved. Now, this is why I'm not happy. I'm not happy because there are 127 million people in Japan, and only one million are Christians. Now, if each one of us will invite someone to church to be saved, we'll become two million. We'll start increasing. Because, you know, Jesus Christ gave a parable, and he said that if there are 100 sheep and one gets lost, he will leave the 99 and go and look for that only one sheep. It looks like it's only one, but Jesus Christ is happy to look for that one. So Jesus Christ, or God, wants all of us. All of us seated here this morning, God wants all of us. Blessed be God if you are already saved. We thank God. But if you are not, you should be saved. In Acts chapter 26, verse 18, the Bible says that Jesus Christ appeared to Paul and told Paul that, Paul, go and open the eyes of the, of the Gentiles because they are blind. Bring them out of darkness and bring them out of the power of Satan. Now, were they physically blind? No. Were they in some darkness physically? No, they were not. Was Satan holding them physically? No, they were not. What Jesus meant was anybody who is not in him is blind, is in darkness, and the power of Satan. Satan is holding that person. You will not see it physically, but Satan is. In our call to worship, in the bulletin, um, Psalm 107, he says that, let us give thanks to God, for he is good, and his mercies endures forever. Let us, the redeemed say so, whom God has taken out of the hand of the enemy. He has redeemed us from the hand of the enemy. Now, beloved, God bless you if you are saved. I'm very happy. (laughs) But if you are not, God is calling you this morning. God is reaching out to you and says that he wants you to come to him. Jesus Christ wants you to come to him. Um, In Acts chapter 16, verse 30 and 31, the Bible says that there was a prison guard, a guard of a prison. He was guarding the prison. And Paul and Silas were in the prison. And before he realized, the gates of the prison had opened. He didn't know how. So he was wondering, what happened? How come gates could open? Then he went to Paul and Silas and asked them, says, please, what shall I do so that I have eternal life? And Paul and Silas told him that, believe, just believe. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. In Acts chapter 4, verses 12, Bible says that there is no salvation in any name. The name Abraham cannot save us. The name Moses cannot save us. It is only the name Jesus. The name Muhammad does not save. Buddha does not save. It is only God who saves through Jesus Christ. So there is no name that saves. Only Jesus saves. Only Jesus. And I want to say it again. It is only God who saves us through Jesus. If you read Philippians 2.9, it says that God has given Jesus a name that is above every name. That when you mention the name, every knee bows. Now, God bless you if you are a Christian, as I've said. Um, and the Bible says, let's hold fast. If you're a Christian, hold fast the profession of your faith. If you're not a Christian, I would urge you to give your life to Christ. 
I'll urge you to surrender to Jesus. And all you must do is to believe. Just believe. And then you, become, you, you belong to Jesus. That's all. In Romans 10, 9 and 10, Paul said that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, you are saved. Amen. Amen. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, you are saved. That's all. You don't need to carry anything. You don't need to walk from here to Nishinomiya or go to walk to Tokyo or do anything. Just believe and confess and then you are saved. Now, I think I'll pray shortly. Please, let's close our eyes. Let's close our eyes. <coughs> let's close our eyes. I want to pray for those who want to accept Jesus Christ this morning. If you are here and you want to accept Jesus Christ, just put your hand on your heart. And pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord God, I thank you for this morning. I have heard your word. I believe you sent Jesus to come and die for my sins. I believe him and I confess him as my Lord and personal Savior. Amen. Amen. Let's put our hands together for those who just did it. God bless you. Now, sometimes some people will say that when, I get, when I'm about to be baptized, then I'll confess. No. Yes, you can, you can do both. You can be baptized and confess at the same time. But you must confess. Because coming to church alone does not make you a Christian. Anybody can come to church. But when you confess, then you become a Christian. Then later on, Pastor Claudia teaches you about baptism, then you can be baptized. He can sprinkle some water on your head or put you underwater. And when you come back, you are, you are... Baptism is about cleansing of sins, your conscience from sins. But you must confess Jesus, which is what we have done this morning, or some of us have done this morning. Please, if you did that, then after service, um, please write your name, see Pastor Claudia or counsel or um, leader of uh, evangelism and discipleship, Takayo-san, and please write your name. It's very important. Don't leave without writing your name. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Please make sure you write your name. Even if it's just one person, I just want to see your name with Pastor Claudia so that we'll, we'll pray with you and then we'll help you grow in Christ. If you are not decided, you don't know whether this is your first time here, this is your first time of hearing this things, um, still write down your name. We'll still get in contact with you. Amen. 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 Now, I, I have this song. It has been flooding my heart like for the past three, four months. And I want us to sing. It's an African song. Let's just sit down. And then we'll sing in two, three minutes. We are done. Um, it's a simple song. I'll sing and then we'll sing. I am glad. It's like, I am glad I belong to Jesus. I am glad I belong to Jesus. I am glad I belong to God. That's all. I am glad I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to my God. I am glad I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to my God. We can all sing, right? Let's try it. I am glad. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to 
he, he wants to speed it up a little. Okay, so he will sing the Japanese version and sing the English version for us. Let's go. わたしはイエスのもの。わたしは神のもの。おお、嬉しい。わたしはイエスのもの。わたしはイエスのもの。わたしは神のもの。嬉しい。わたしはイエスのもの。わたしはイエスのもの。わたしはカミノモノ。わたしはカミノモノ。わたしはカミノモノ。わたしはカミノモノ。わたしはカミノモノ。わたしはカミノモノ。わたしはカミノモノ。わたしはカミノモノ。わたしはカミノモノ。わ
Okay, so please, let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you today for giving unto us to be given back to you. We offer these offerings to you. Father, with a heart full of praise, with a heart full of gratitude, and with a heart full of love. Father, today, as we give our monies that you yourself have blessed us with, we pray that, Father, may these offerings, Father, be used to extend the work of your own church. We bless you, Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, have we prayed. Amen. Thank you very much. Please be seated. It's time for us to make prayers on behalf of our church, our nation, and the people of the world. Um, in Kobe Union Church, we have a prayer book, which is usually at the entrance. So um, if you have a prayer request or whatever that you want the church to pray with you, you can write it in this book. And um, we will together lift them before God in prayer. We also have a prayer team. And there's a prayer box out in the foyer. So you could also drop in prayer requests and then the prayer team will intercede to God on your behalf. Amen. What we are going to do today is very short and simple. Um, I'm going to read out a few prayer topics to you and then give you a few seconds or minutes so that you will pray those prayers yourself. So um, on to God. So we are going to continue to pray for the total healing of our brother in the Lord and our father, Mr. Burke, Billy Burke. And then also we would also lift up prayer for the homeless and the destitute and people who are in some kind of economic and financial need all across the world. We would ask God to intervene in their situation. That's number two. And then the third one, we would like to pray for churches that have come under terrorist attacks in recent weeks. And um, not too long ago, two such incidents have occurred in Burkina Faso, which is in Africa. And this is a fine opportunity for us to pray for that church and other churches that have come under terrorist attacks. And we're asking God to protect his people and to protect his children. So um, please, these three prayer topics kindly spend a few moments and pray to God about them. Shall we pray?
And at this time, if you also have a personal request, which I haven't mentioned, in the next few minutes, you can also talk to God about it. This is a good opportunity. Our Father, we thank you because you are our God, you are our Father, and you are good. And you have given us the opportunity to talk to you. Of course, we have confidence in you because your word says it, that whatever we ask you, God, in the name of your son, Jesus, we should have the confidence that you have heard and that you have answered us. And so we have prayed this morning for the total healing of Mr. Burke, and indeed, any member of this congregation who may be feeling any form of bodily weakness, we ask that your angels minister the healing of God unto them, the miraculous healing of God unto them, in the name of Jesus. We praying for all people who are scattered across the world, who are homeless, who are destitute, who are poor, who cannot feed, and who are going through any kind of trouble. We ask, O oh God, you who are the father of the fatherless, we ask that you will provide for their needs, provide them with food, provide them with shelter, provide them with the basic needs that they need, and even more. Use your means of provision, your churches, your people, your children all over the world to minister to these poor ones, O oh God, and let it be a testimony that brings you glory. And we want to pray for churches that have come under terrorist attacks in recent times, in Africa and in other parts of the world. We are asking, O oh God, that you will protect your people, you will protect your children from the wicked thoughts of terrorists. We pray, O oh God, that you build a shelter around your, your children. May your children feel safe in your presence, O oh God, and may they feel safe because you are a father who cares for us. Just as you surrounded Elisha and his servant with chariots of fire on the mountains such that the enemy could, could, could not come near them, surround your people all over the world with chariots of fire. And may the activities, intentions, thoughts, plans and purposes, actions of wicked groups such as terrorists be rendered null and void in the name of Jesus. We thank you for this city of Kobe. We thank you for Japan. We pray for the peace of this city. We pray for the peace of the Kansai region of the peace of Japan. And may your glory be revealed. In Jesus' name, amen. Shall we say the Lord's Prayer, which Jesus taught us, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Please rise.